there was a story of a lovely set stories and then it became a podcast and we have hootie she's a gal she does writing and such and we have charles but today we have morris jackson he is a good friend of ours mr morris welcome to set stories podcast where we share stories experiences knowledge and all that stuff that was so amazing by the way (laughs) That was great. That that blew my introductions out of the freaking water. He sung a song. Hi, Morris. What's up, bro? How's it going? That was awesome. Thank you, Charles, for that. That The Brady Bunch is because we're family, because you guys are friends. This is a good one, a really good episode, because we're all friends. You yeah. guys went to you guys went to war with me twice already. <laughs> in the in the trenches, aka the trenches. film set. Or the trenches, World War One. We were in there. Uh huh. Yeah, we we did oh, it, man. but that's but it. How, yeah. We always but, preach that, like find your friends. Who saw our grenade that just dropped in our trench? He just chucked it back, <laughs> and it explodes. It's like it was real. It was real. Yeah. It was us. But how are you doing, man? How's oh, it going? Man. You know, just hanging in there. Just you know, just trying to trying to make deals, trying to get in this festival market stuff, and you know, and just pleasing the bosses. You know, it's like Man, everybody yeah. else that's just driving this LA traffic. You know, <laughs> we're, we're which is a whole through. other form of anxiety. Holy oh crap. yeah, You're and it's getting there. worse. It's getting a lot worse. There's no longer a rush hour. It's a rush day. Like I don't a understand. Rush, yeah. I heard this guy that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He works at Water and Power now. I remember he at orientation he came out and this guy said, "It's fifty thousand people come out to L.A. Fifty thousand people, whether immigrants or regular people, like you know, people, the citizens, anything. Fifty thousand people come out to L.A. to try to make it. Mm-hmm. A day." That's insane in the membrane. Yeah. That's really, so, oh, oh my God. You got to grind here, man. You got to grind. Yeah. So it's, it's like, saturated, man. Mm-hmm. Really, it's saturated. So when grind. you say that traffic's getting worse, you are so right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we got to find our right lane. There's lanes for each of us. I'm metaphorically speaking about ooh, I love it. But love it. you know what I mean? There's lanes for each of us. We got to find our lane and we can go because we're all trying to go to the same spot, but you know, we're stuck in traffic, but now we have to create our new lane to get to the top. And like sometimes it's better to just cruise, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to speed. The more you don't got to speed all the time, you're going to get a ticket. No. Nah, you got to just cruise up to your dream, you know what I'm There's saying? There's plenty of cops out there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and they're hiding in the bushes. They're hiding. <laughs> Those scurvies. Anywho. Oh my God. But anyway, Morris, I want to know what you do in this crazy, Morris, yeah. crazy world. <laughs> I want to know why you started, why you wanted to make, why, why you wanted to get into filmmaking and writing directing. Oh, man. So Start from the beginning, your birth. <laughs> okay, so I always wanted to do film. Like, I, I, I didn't even know that it existed, really. Like, when I watched films, like, as a young kid, I didn't even know that it was, like, actual movie. I just thought that was reality. Someone, like, film that, you know? Wow. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, the lighting's like, pretty nice. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the lighting's pretty nice. I was like, yeah, but why, why don't we see that too whenever I'm going out at night? But but that was the biggest thing. Like whenever, and I used to react, it was always Jurassic Park for me. That Jurassic Park is the film that kind of like 
made it seem like, yeah, someone made this, but it also, it felt real. So, like, when I, when I, I would react it, like, with other kids and other, on the playground and stuff like that. So, that's when I realized, like, and as I got older, I realized, oh, that's film. That's, like, Terminator, Terminator 2, Jim Cameron, like, and um, Star Wars, and all those films, like, kind of, like, unlock the keys, like, this is an actual profession. You can mm-hmm. act. You can get paid, and you can get paid. Weird. <laughs> you, you pick the right jobs, you know. You, you get paid, and so it's um. And it and it wasn't until like college where I I, I kind of feel like okay I can actually like put a sentence together and I can actually put like a script together. Um, I got the courage to actually kind of do that. Like sophomore year of college. So um, that's where it kind of like hooked with me saying like, okay, I can pause, I can get into this world and like jump into like sets and actually like kind of just construct my craft into this world. Yeah, and become part of that magic that you saw on the screen. That's awesome. For everybody, it's like the same film, like around people our age, it was like the Jurassic Park or like, the Star Wars is like the generation um, before us. For me, it was um, it was Raiders. Raiders watching watching Art. Indiana Jones for like the first time, like when I was like really little, I was like, Dude, "Wow, Steven this Spielberg. is so cool!" Holy crap! Shout out! I to know, him. right? He's he's one of the greats. Um, but yeah, that was like my earliest memory, and like Lord of the Rings. Oh um, yeah, everyone ah. can see how old I am. But like, um, oh, I remember when those first movies came out. Two thousand one, I was like eleven. And I was like, what the hell is this? So it just blows, it blows your mind. And it's like, wait, you can like be a part of making that happen. That's really cool. Yeah. Just like one of our other guests, he said he had the, most people, they, they want to make movies because they know how it felt being in a movie theater. Just like we had one of our past guests, film director, um, Mr. Joe. Uh, Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Great. But But it's like, like, we're all like storytellers. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. were drawn to like the story and the characters and then we want to manipulate people, make them feel what make you feel audience yeah. with our films. Jesus. <laughs> make, make you feel with the camera, with the lighting, with the sound, with everything. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We need actors, oh. right? Mr. Writer, director, Morris. Speaking of which, Morris, did you go to film school? Because there are people, there's ours arguments of like people who they should go to film school or they shouldn't go to film school to like make it. And of course, there are directors out there um tarantino paul thomas anderson he actually went to film school for like a week and got kicked out or dropped out or something yeah and he's still making movies um did you go to film school or anything or um did you have a profession and use your professional your profession money like to produce your films no i mean i haven't went to films i wanted to go to film school back in high school and um when i tried to go for it for um usc my parents and lmu my parents was like we're not gonna we're not gonna pay for that. We don't believe in that, you know. So we don't believe in movies. You no, know, they 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 just didn't understand it. It was like a it was like this is Earth, and films are the moon. It's mm. not gonna work. So, um, at the time, I I just did not go to film school, but it was always in my heart when I went to college. 
and I was always thinking about it. Like the first chance I got, I even got on Craigslist. That was like my first job in film, getting on Craigslist and um, just trying to find PA jobs. So no, I didn't go to film school. Do I wish I went to film school? By God, I wish I did. You still can. Oh, you still can. Yeah, yeah. there's always I, I looked at like the master programs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but there are master classes at the ASC. There's a lot of money. There is a book out there, and I, I think it's out there. It's called um, "The Real Deal." Real spelled R-E-E-L. It was written. It is written by a gentleman and camera assistant guy named Evan Luce, Lucy. Lucy, I forget, but he has a website called BlackAndBlue.com. Mm. It's a great website for camera assistants. He posts. He it's it's great. But he has a book on there. It's a 200 page book. I recommend everybody to read it. I read it and I was like, you know what? This book can speak to everyone. No, everyone that works in the film industry. You don't have to be a first AC because what he says, it really applies to all the jobs, in my opinion. But he has a chapter on um, on the difference between going to film school, and not going to film school. And he makes some pretty strong arguments on both sides. My, I, I would say, you know, go to film school, but only to use their equipment to mess up for free. Yes, yeah, you know, make mistakes, have fun with it. it. But yeah. you do get on set, like if you go on set, if you work behind a good producer as a PA or something, and if you have a good work ethic and you actually like want to, you take good notes and all that, then you can learn some good shit like on how to actually work in the film industry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I get it. But yeah, and if you want to be a I'm director- you're taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, Charles is Mr. Set Story, so you gotta take Professor Set Stories. Professor, you, don't <laughs> even wait, Professor, Professor Set Stories. Oh, <laughs> you you know. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> instead of give apples, we'll, we'll just give you there you go. <laughs> instead of apples, we just give you blunts. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just lined up across the desk. Um, but no, if you want to be a director though, take an acting class. That's some good education. Oh, what which acting class do you recommend? Oh, I don't, I don't script know. Analysis. But like, just I took a really good script analysis class at the complex in Hollywood, off of Coenga, and, and it's off of Coenga and Santa Santa Monica. Santa Monica, yeah. It's called Ethan the Complex. There's a lot of theaters down there, Hudson Theater. But um, I used to take some classes there for script analysis when I was directing doping the old vibrations doping, yes. Yes. that's where we, we, morris were you on his set morris was in doping was in doping he, doping he was one of the actors in a movie in a short yep, film that yep, i wrote yep, and directed yep, i was were you just background no morris. you had a line Whoa, he had a, bumped up. he got scared he was the one that oh, came no. in you guys, all right, set stories. Go to Charles, charlesmri.com to see Doping, The Old Vibrations. You can see Morris in action. Um, great actor. He had a really good take, a long take, by the way, that he mastered. That is how, that is kind of how I met Morris. Um, yeah. But it was more of like, hey, like he was a good guy. I met him on a set, on a movie set. What was it? Um, Christopher Stokes, who was uh, the manager for B2K. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but he's a director now. He's a successful director. Mm. But um, I met him on one of Chris Stokes shoots and it was a high school movie. And if I recall, Morris, that night um, of that, that night I met him, I met you, Morris. It was a very eventful night. Many, many, many things happened. One oh, yeah. of the things, the M18 was the light, a huge light was sky high, about 40, I think like 30 feet straight up falls down. 
like a timber. <laughs> oh, just complete glass, just in shards. Like, damn. Wait, what happened? Why did someone not? Because it the- wasn't. First of all, the gaffer. Oh, yo, the gaffer, the chief lighting technician. Because we were grips, uh, Morris and I. There was like seven of us, but we we're all cool. But the gaffer, the man in charge, he's only been doing the job for two weeks, and he showed up late. And he showed up like with the truck and all the carts. He opened the truck. He's like, oh, well, I've been doing this for two weeks, man. They put me in charge. And I'm like, oh man, my God. let's see what the truck looks like. He opens the truck. Mind you, the lift gate, it's supposed to gradually comes down. It came down in like a perfect, I'm going <gasps> to kill you motion. Oh my it's just God. like dead what drop. Boom. I'm like, yo, someone's under that lift gate. They're going to die. Yeah, they're going to get killed. Oh my he God. He opens it. And all the carts with all the lights and all the stands were just tipped over. <gasps> like they were just in the middle. And it just looked like, imagine a huge pile of like lights, stands, like carts. And it's like, yo, oh my two hours God, late. You know, you know what? You brought up a good point because like loading equipment into a truck also takes skill. You know what oh, I'm saying? God, yeah. That's, that. I'm sure like you were, you work at Light It Up, bro. And I'm sure Light you have stories. LA. where like dude if you like pack it wrong and you drive it's gonna break things are gonna break too many too many stories on that yeah (laughs) recently we get like we get trucks back we're at that many rental houses sometimes we get trucks back and it's like a surprise like it's like a christmas present you don't know how sometimes they do shit we're like i couldn't think in a million years on how they did this that's why you gotta Um, get insurance (laughs) exactly but uh mr morris i am curious what was your first gig you were going into the set because like some people go to film school and they meet connections, but you were just like, you know what? I'm going to go on crappy Craigslist. What was your yeah. first set experience like from Craigslist or any jobs, even the Chris Stokes job that we met on? My first, my first gig on Craigslist, I remember constructing my resume and trying to just put it out there. I, I, I think I submitted to about like 15 different Craigslist, Craigslist ads and I got respond for a PA gig and I met up with the director. It was just me and him. Mm-hmm. He was paying $900 a week. Oh. Whoa. That's Jesus. pretty good for a first Craigslist gig. Just for <laughs> PA? Jeez. The guy didn't let me read the script. He didn't let me read the script at all. He just told me to come into a casting like room, like culture, <laughs> like in air, like in like, I, I told you about Charles, like in, in, in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. so I went there and he's like, go ahead and read the lines to the, to, to the individual that come in. And it, it was all girls, you know, and I'll read the lines and stuff and they react. They were good actors. All of them were great actors. And then after they leave, you like, what'd you think? Mind you, I'm getting, not, I'm getting for this day, I'm getting paid. I got, I got paid like 900 bucks because I was like the only one day that I was there. $900 a day? That was all $900 for the day oh, on that Saturday, but that's the only time that I worked that, that actual week. Yeah. And he actually paid me that much. And, and then he's like, he asked me, he's like, hey, what did you think about that actress? I was like, she's cool. Like, you know, it was my first gig. I don't know what's good or bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, if you can string a sentence together, I think you're great, you know? <laughs> it's like, so she told me that she's like, oh, like, it worked out. It worked out. And then he puts a list together and he's like, okay, 
I picked the actors, actresses, and uh, then the next, the the next day, I mean next week, I meet the guy. He said, "Hey, you're gonna do sound." He told me how to run sound. Are you kidding me? What the heck? What kind of production is this? Yeah, just racking it, up. You're making that insane. That it's, a, it's, it's a shady one. Shady. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. I'm the only crew member. <laughs> that's you got everybody's great. That's bro, why you're you getting. Like, that's why it's nine hundred, bro. The jobs. <laughs> that's why yeah. it's nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, I got all the props, all that stuff, whatever you wear. Wait, how is that possible? Like how? Were you were you doing camera and sound at the same time? Like I don't oh know. no, he was doing camera. The director was doing camera. I was doing sound and making sure the actor had a, her water or his water. And it was one guy. He was an extra on Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm yes. not Yeah. Hooray. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's the main actor. He was an extra on Pirates of the Caribbean 2003. Pirates Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm -hmm. wow. The first one. Yeah. He was an extra. And then he when I met him, he was like, Oh hey, how's it going? And they were buddy buddy. And uh, the second shoot, um, he gave me a list of the people that he cast and you know it 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 what wait, 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 how much do you want to know about it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everyone, like Gary Oldman said. That's so funny. No, continue, because I wanna I wanna know what would happen. Dude, this is your first gig. And you're My doing everything. Gig. I'm not going to name any names. No, don't. <laughs> My first gig and, uh, you know, so it's this guy. He's like a, it's like a loose film where this guy is like going back to his old relationships. It's seven women, seven women back to his old relationships trying to figure out his life, right? Well, it sounds like the so bachelor. The girl, he went to like this Hollywood, you know, this Hollywood like apartment. I remember the guy, he was a musician, one bedroom apartment. And uh, um, no, no, no. Okay, I'll take that one back. That's not the first day. That's like <laughs> the third day. But this actress, she didn't know exactly what she was doing. Uh-oh. Yeah, she didn't know. And I didn't know. He, he <laughs> left me in the dark too. And then he asked her, he's like, hey, are you okay with, okay. This this gets in the R rated category before any anyone listens, you know. And he asked her, "Would could you do like a, you know, a, like a sex scene, like like, you, just, a, like yeah. a sex scene? There's no like a sex scene. There's just yeah, a there's sex just, scene. Yeah, yeah. And kind then she's like, like, well, how much do I have to take off? He said, you know, just to the bra." And then she looked like distraught. And I'm like, I'm fucking distraught too, because I don't even know. Surprise, like, not kid. written in the script. And then the guy, the musician, he's just fucking high. He's just like, hey, bro. <laughs> he was high. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is gonna happen in your bed, in your apartment. You're gonna be okay with this. Like, and then and then I was just thinking in my head, like, oh my God, like, and then she's calling her husband, oh, letting no. him know. Oh no. At least she asked for Oh, yeah and then she and then he comes to me asking me and he's like hey uh are you comfortable to shoot this scene like to do mike and i said no man no i can't do that and he's it's like okay a, look at he, you he courteous said, man you 
so he goes in the room with the guy and I stay outside with the musician, which is, this is his apartment. Mm-hmm. And I stay outside and we hear a little stuff and I'm like, oh my God, we have one more scene after this. <laughs> and then full on, they did it. They did it? I mean, they didn't do it. Was you know, it, it sounded like they did it. It sounded like they did okay, it. Okay, well, you didn't see it, so it could have just, you know, you know. Just, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was, was. That was the second But week. he wanted her to take her bra off, so he obviously either, I mean, when you see a scene, like, you don't, I, I'm not a fan of, like, sex scenes, you know, unless it's like, oh, my God, like, it really needs to see it, but it's just like, hey, mm-hmm. show them kiss, lay down, cut to, they're yeah. in bed, like, yeah. cuddle. Charles, I was praying for her to say, fuck you, man. You were? <laughs> like, you didn't tell me this shit from the get-go. I was... I was yeah, I was, for like, sure. That's like... 19. That's some sketchy stuff, man. I, was, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I was like... I was. I looked at her. I was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? And she's like, oh, it's okay. But, oh, but, but pressure on. she didn't take her bra off, apparently. She kept her bra on. She just took her shirt off. Okay. Yeah, but that's still that's still not cool. Like you know, you should like have that in a contract. Like it should be should be common sense. Yeah, yeah, it should be in script. Like what the heck? um, Yeah, my friend, same thing happened, and it wasn't written in the script, and um, something happened, and she sent uh, the director a letter, like a legal letter. Um, But um, yeah, and it was like, God, man, like that's it. Really, is a shame. It's like, yo, like just be honest straight up because. If he was honest straight up, then he could have casted someone else mm-hmm. and didn't go through, you know what I mean? Didn't have to go through all that. Yeah. Um, but you respect, now, like, don't Morris, I have to ask you though, was it like a porn that you guys were filming or was it an actual narrative? It's okay film? if it was a porn. It felt like a soft core porn. I mean, Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I mean... no one got like full on nude, but mm-hmm. every girl that he had an encounter, uh, encounter with was just full on, just making out and all this stuff and only one girl that i keep in contact with on that story since is um she's great she's a nice girl but uh it was only one other guy in that film just one person <laughs> one actor that's not a good ratio no it is really it not? <laughs> in the whole thing he didn't have a friend oh, so, like you know yeah, they gotta the have whole like, thing he only like had friends one friend like the show you know what I mean? Courtney Cox okay. and, and the others, Jennifer Aniston and them. Where were they at? Yeah. Friends, <laughs> and right? the other guys. Right. <laughs> I forgot to watch Friends. Oh my God. I can't imagine. Like, and are you from LA? Oh, were you born I'm from in LA? Long Beach. Long you're from, okay, so you're the from LBC? Cali. The LBC. The LBC. What's up? Dog, get him on yo. <laughs> I'm weird. I don't so know. So I would have, I would have had like a huge culture shock if that, if I wasn't from LA and that was like, my first taste into making movies and you're like yeah. you go you go from like star wars to jurassic park to cut to that you're like this is, like, how, yeah. this is yeah. how they make Bro. movies you're like, like no I, I even asked like the third girl going in i said i said is this normal i said do you know what you're doing yeah like like did you read the script like you're just gonna make out she's like oh yeah i know every every rest all the rest of them kind of knew what they were getting into Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say the guy was a like. Well, in that case, well, you just hire porn actors. They're easy. Yeah, yeah. You, like, so, hey, you want to act? The right. one person was like the. Yeah, like, all right, cool. I'm already naked, but now I get to act. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's a crazy yeah. story. 
Sad story. Sex story. Well, I'm glad that you recovered from that experience. Well, that's traumatizing. You're getting paid 900 a day. If anything, that would have taught you, like, yo, like, I can make some serious money doing this if it's just PA. Yeah. You can. can. Like, what was it? Um, what's that guy? Oliver. Um, he did. Uh, John Oliver. That's his name, right? Natural Born Killers. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. There, there you go. go. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, he hasn't done a movie in a while. Where's he been, Oliver Stone? Where oh, are you at? That so guy. He he said he started off with porn. He used to get the Apple boxes and all that stuff. I'm he not really. Oh, are you kidding me? That's yeah. That's how he started off. He he was at the Hollywood Reporter talking about <laughs> that stuff. Oh, he was on the Hollywood Reporter. They had him as a director. Yeah. Interview. Yep. I love hearing about Oliver Stone. He was actually in the military and started off. I, he did uh, and drove cabs. Oh, yeah. He did uh, Platoon with uh, yeah. Mark, Charlie Sheen and so William Defoe. Not oh, to be confused Martin. with Apocalypse Now, everyone. Yeah, don't uh, get confused now. <laughs> oh, here we go. It, it's uh, Platoon. Platoon. Apocalypse Now was uh, uh, the guy uh, who did the, uh, the God. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah, Francis he, Ford Coppola. And Heart of Darkness is definitely worth watching with marlon brando you take i swallowed the book oh god the you guys man. and you're seeing with that man you're obsessed he's funny anyway jesus sorry no I, those are the stuff that keeps me one i gotta keep the funny in movies i love it because like it's so tragedy whatever but like you gotta find the funny and you know like now Francis Ford Coppola probably is laughing at all that shit that happened. <laughs> probably Marlon Brando too. Like rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. The Brando. Oh man, Mr. but honestly, Morris. no. I have one more thing to say, but honestly, like, um, getting, <laughs> we all have gotten jobs where it's like, oh, a hundred a day, and you're like, no, like, what the heck? What you know? I'm, I deserve more, whatever. But when you get asked a lot of money, that's also kind of sketch too. Cause then you're gonna like, you're gonna be, gonna you're do. gonna be wearing a lot of hats. You don't know, you don't yeah. know what to expect. So that's another thing to watch out for. You're like, it's too good to be true. And there are a lot of posts out there on like Facebook and stuff oh. that I read. <laughs> yeah. And like, you read the comments, you're like, this is too good to be true. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. So be careful out there, guys. Like when it Especially says like need. 900 a day to be first AC, yeah, I doubt that. Like. I mean, on we Craigslist. all should get paid as much as that, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not they might, gonna happen. They might pay you, but you're you're selling your soul. You're selling your you're soul selling? to the devil. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. That's a good topic. That's a good one. Selling your soul for a movie. <laughs> but my second that. gig, I didn't get I didn't get a dime. See, it happens. There you go. Like, what the heck? What the heck, man? Yeah. Mauricio. How was your, um, your tell? We were talking about a directing experience that you did. Mr. Morris is uh, an independent producer and director. Woohoo. I could say that because you did Blood Bank and you directed um, your homework assignment, which I helped you shoot. E-E'd. And you directed that short film, that cabin film, um, where you actually had actors. You had an ensemble. <laughs> uh, and may I say, you had a balanced ensemble. It wasn't seven women and one guy and some softcore porn. It was actually like, oh. Dude. Two we, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still there but you had, you know, you had you had a, a good diversity. You know what I mean? Um, and that's and that's casting, man. You do. But how was that directing out there in the in the cabin? You were under pressure. Um, how was it working working like that as a beginning director? All right. So we went out there because 
uh, my girlfriend, she wanted to uh, go out there with her film buds. And um, they were like, everyone's going to have a time where they're going to film and have fun. And then they gave me about like a day or two. And they said, okay, you're going to film this day or two. So I have 15 pages, 15 pages of this thing called Gateman. And I made sure everyone was cast. And I had like a two-man crew. It's me and this other person. And um, she was a good person, but she didn't really know camera work. She mm-hmm. didn't know how to do Uh-oh. it. And, and I didn't know it neither, honestly. So I always have Charles in this 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 time of need, you know? So, but it was only those people in the cabin. So I wrote up a script a day before I gave it to them. They tried to memorize it the best they could. A day before. Wow. I don't know if you saw it, Hootie. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it with you. I saw it with you. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. But there's like a 14-minute piece. I'll send it to you after we're done here today. And, man, they gave me the hard – I mean, not all of them gave me the hardest time. Like, the two guys, they did not give me the hardest time. They didn't. But some girls, like the girl, like one of the girls in orange, she's like, hey, I got to leave at this certain time. I'm like, oh, my God, I wrote you to stay to the end. And she's like, no, 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 I got to leave. I'm like, oh, my God. So we're filming, we're filming. And then this other girl, she actually realized how tough this job is. <laughs> she's like, I'm scared acting, now. She was acting in the is really hard. She said, Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, you didn't tell me all this shit was gonna happen. And I was like, oh, like, oh, like, did you read the script? She's like, no, 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 I you didn't tell me. I was like, she's like, I need to get paid, Mars. Well, I'm gonna get paid. Oh, my oh, like, God. oh no! Wow. Right off the bat. <laughs> like we all moved out here to this cabin so we can have this. You're like, you invited me to come. Yeah, you told right? me to come in June. Now I gotta pay. <laughs> like, come more shoot. We got the Welcome cool to Hollywood, Morris. Welcome to Hollywood. I know. Every, <laughs> every single every single scene, she's like, Morris, I I gotta get paid for that. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> Just charged by the scene. That was a two-minute scene. I got about half emotional. I had to take a couple steps, pull out a gun. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna cost you. <laughs> I gotta get paid, Mars. Come on, I gotta get paid. Wow. Oh. I was like, oh my god, everyone else just went through the scene. And then it got to a point where she's all like, Mars, I gotta get paid. I was like, all right. I was like, I told the camera girl, I was like, hey, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write this scene. She's like, I'm Are you writing it on the spot. I was like, Yes. I'm I'm gonna uh David Cronenberg this shit. Like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna kill her right now because you keep talking about the goddamn money. <laughs> you have to kill her off. You have to kill her off in your story just to let her go. You kept talking about the money. That's so funny. That's man. the right thing to do. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. Get off the movie. Get ready. Yeah, the right thing to do. Get it? I was like, okay. I was like, and then and then she looked at me. She said, Mars, I'm gonna die. <laughs> the hell you mean? I need a bonus for that. <laughs> the thing is, you die. She said, probably did that. 
Oh was God. so emotional. She's like, I'm going to die. You're like, that's the most emotional I've ever seen you get all night. But yes, you are. Save she asked for, for a bonus? Yes. <laughs> Good and, Lord. And, and full on. She, she just dies. And also, there was another girl that had to leave that night. She was like, I have to leave. So I made her a traitor. I, I twisted the scenes. I typed it in there. Printed it out. Gave it to them. PDF'd it. Hey. <laughs> This You're is the scenes. You guys both want to leave. I'm David Croning this. <laughs> 1981. I'm going to just get rid of you guys because you guys want to leave. Like, Dude, oh. that is... Oh my god. You, but honestly, that that teaches you how to like think on the top of your head, especially as a director. When yeah. you're like when the AD is like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we got to either like actors like I gotta take, leave. Take away the shots or like combine them and whether and with your case it's killing off a character and like rewriting a whole scene. That's insane. And if it wasn't for yeah, you're right, Hootie. Like if it wasn't for David Cronenberg, like <laughs> I I wouldn't have Found you out to do that. I would have done you it. Have I was like, oh, oh my god. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna kill you. That's it. Blood <laughs> everywhere. Like then. Yo, let that be a lesson to the rest of you. Don't fuck around with me. I'll write you out of the script. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, you're gonna die. Gonna die. Don't fuck with me. I'll write you out. <laughs> yep. But it was one guy that was really cool. He was over the top. He was Bill Pattinson from uh Rest in Peace. Rest Rest um, from from the aliens, he would always he was like, "We're gonna die." He was so loud, always. <laughs> we're gonna it. die. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna die. You're gonna die. I don't want to die. <laughs> I so like, dude. I said, yeah. man, he, he asked me, "Whatever you want me to do, let me know." And like, I was like, "Oh man, this." He was a real champ. Doesn't that feel good? That feels good when it's coming from your actor. It's like, whatever you want me to do, man, like, I will do it. And then that's what you should expect from your actor, you know? I know. I know. Yeah, that's that circumstance. Yeah, in that circumstance. I feel like if we reshoot Gateman, like, Hootie, you're part of it. Charles, you're part of it. Like, if we shoot it, it'll, it'll be miles, oh, miles down. ahead. Miles ahead of what is, what, what, what. Oh, it'll be dope. It'll be, it'll be like David Cronenberg on like times 10. <laughs> times 10. I but you won't need to kill, kill anyone character. off. But you don't need to kill anyone off because you'll be recasting everything. Because exactly. you've learned your lesson. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just bring Bill Paxton. Oh, awesome. <laughs> What did, did, uh, so did she, did you ever pay her anything or did she ever reach out to you? Man, so I live in Studio City. I was doing my run, you know, trying to keep the weight down. Boy. I was doing my run and out of nowhere, she pulls up. She like honk. I hear a honk. I'm like, what the hell is that? What the heck? Like, She's stalking up. you, bro. Where's one of my money? She That's insane. You. What are you doing? <laughs> oh I, my god. She found you, bro. Yeah, she she found me, man. Like I looked at myself and I had like maybe like I don't know, like seven missed claws. Still calling? <laughs> oh, also me. She's like, where's my money? Where's How the hell did she find you, like, man? She probably sent like a PI after you or some shit. No, man, don't put your address on the call sheet, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, I yep. Touche. Don't do that. I tell you what no, though, I'm, she was just driving and she saw me. My ass. Play. She was just driving. That was like right. Day, she was I stalking tried you. To, 
She pulled Mike. She pulled. She got Mike from Breaking Bad to like find where you were. <laughs> oh my God, good Lord. That's funny. She's like, you know what? Where's my money? I'm not hating on her. She did the right thing, but to the wrong person. If I would see the number of producers that owed me money, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God dang it, if I see them, yeah. I'm not like if I see them, but if I saw them walking, I'd be like, I'd, I'd just start walking next and be like, What's up? <laughs> How's yeah. it going? Girls, I pay. I try to pay everyone that works with me. When you never know? paid me, Morris, so I'm gonna find you like she did. <laughs> okay, all right, we're gonna Fair team enough. up before an alliance. Fair enough. I didn't, I didn't, I okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she found like she drove up. Where's my money, Morris? Where is it at? Oh, like squeaky voice, everything. She's gonna listen to this podcast and be like, I know where he is. <laughs> Knock on the door. You're on yep. Oh podcast. my god, that's so scary. Up on Zoom. I yeah. knew you were. <laughs> I knew you were somewhere. I'm just kidding. Sorry. No, I, no, I, I no, got no, a clown man. it, man. If I got it here, I got it, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh god. Dang, yeah. those are some crazy stories, Morris. Oh Bro, my no, god. Challenges. You dove into it though. You. That was yeah. a pit fire. Like the first time I directed, I was shaking. Like when mm-hmm. I had a crew and all that, I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, oh, "I've never done this," and it came out great. But like, you, you find a flow, but like, you just go with your instinct. But I was scared, man. I'm like, these people are actually listening to me, They're dude. Actually- like, I but remember I didn't have the problems you had. Yeah, I remember the first time I directed something ever, like in my whole life, and it was in middle school. And like, when I will never forget it, when like the drama teacher, we casted him as the principal in the short film, he came up to me asking me a question. I was like, the teacher is asking me what to do. It's like, it's a weird feeling and you have to have an answer. Yeah. And he was so cool about it. Like he's the drama teacher. He's literally teaches kids how to act. And he was awesome. that's teaching in itself by him asking. Yes, yeah. And he was asking me the right questions too. Like he was, he came up to me like so chill, not like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, you know, he was a teacher but like we were i was like 12 years old but like it was still you're 12 years it, old directing little yeah, hoodie what i did and i wish i had my i wish i had my hands on that film because it's still it's still a film that i'm like proud of mm-hmm. oh i don't have it though i mean it was a long time ago i don't have it i still have the scripts the old version of the scripts yeah we'll reshoot it we'll cast him again it, it won't be the same man <laughs> it's like technology is different now it wouldn't work but um but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of pressure being a first time, even like a seventh time director on set. Like, I'm sure, like, it's something that you can get used to, but like, you can never get used to because it's always different. Each set is different. Each actor is different. So hopefully, we're damn, get... Morris, that's one hell of a way to get into Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You survived. I survived. You will survive. And the next movies that you make after this will be better and better and better because you be just you just learn. You'll like Blood Bank. Like butter. Talk about Blood Bank. You got a you got a series going on. Uh, do a shout. Just a real quick shout out. How is it? How is it developing that? Um, talk about actually because you you are so we had a guest um, who was actually a su- successful at like distribution, direct producing, directing, distributing um, horror films, and that's his like thing. But what you're doing, Morris, right now, um, what your stuff is that you're legit writing stuff and you're pitching it to um, network studios, producers, distributors, and all that stuff right now. And Hootie and I uh, had the luxury, had the privilege of helping you um, shoot something that you did that is now in a circuit. 
um and a uh correct me if i'm wrong like a film festival kind of circuit where it's it's actually been acknowledged by um you know people at big studios um can you talk a little bit about that um and how you you wrote and all that and got us involved and what you're doing now with it definitely definitely um so it's blood bank which is like a um like a horror thriller and in the same vein it's like a cross between like um um hmm, what's the best way i'd say the wire breaking bad and definitely strain i think strain by um del uh guillermo del toro oh nice yeah 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 Yeah, i could see that all that in one just the urban action feel of it so um i entered it into the earth like um the warner media um project pipeline which is it's currently sitting at semifinals right now. Nice. I won't know Congratulations, like man. Thanks for warning me. Oh, man. You got they'll somewhere. Help, they'll, mm-hmm. help you, they'll help you produce the whole, like, the pilot and everything. So, and I thank you both for being a part of it. You guys are... Hey, it was a pleasure, man. Yeah, it was an honor. I had, I had so much fun. You had good actors, too. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you had you. great actors, yeah, for real. Yeah, great. Gracie... Her, I named the character Grace the Gray, but her name is Gracie. <laughs> but um, and also Brianna and uh, Quincy and um, Shannon and uh, Brianna. All Tell all them from the podcast. All of them. <laughs> Sorry. All of them. All of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn. All of them. Really nice. What people? And um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just it was just such a great time. So I. I also put in for Netflix and also I submitted to um I submitted to like Netflix which they are looking over the pitch deck and I uh, haven't heard back from them Netflix should they be the right people we should be going to right now maybe the writers yeah. maybe the writers Dave Chappelle got a deal <laughs> yeah no. I'm not on the same category. You say that. That's going to get you in. They're going to be like, no, nah, Morris, don't like it. You're like, what about Dave Chappelle? You gave him money. They're like, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. No, all right. But, um, but um, I also I, I gave it to like several, two producers. Uh, I don't want to say what show they're on, but um, I gave it to shows? them. Um, um, I still have to hear back from them. And uh, they're, they're on a show for ABC. They're nice guys. Nice. And um, we'll hear back. But um, the the biggest thing is that I I feel like the biggest draw because I entered in several film festivals, and it it got in for uh, the London Film Fest, and also got in for the Urban Action Film Festival for New York, which is um, sponsored by HBO and Cinemax. Nice, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and. um, all the vampires are female, so they're like they're kind of main. Like it's why are there's no male vampires? And at the time, I was trying to figure out some kind of like two ways of thinking. And talking about it with Charles, I don't know for sure if I'm the overall story. Like, am I the right person to tell this well that's what that's that's part of the that's part of the deal getting the right people to do it to to produce it you know 
uh, direct it and all that, finding the mm-hmm. right crew. Because some people, and I, I'll 100% attest to this. Some people, they, I mean, you know, I write some things, you know, I have ideas. I'm like, I don't think I'd want to direct this, but fuck, man, I'd like to see it. Like set stories, you know what I mean? Like I, I want to do the show. I want to produce it. Um, yeah. Because I love seeing other people's creativity and I, you know, I like seeing what they can do with, with the, with the typical genre. But also I think that some scripts are made for some directors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it may not be like, you may have the right idea, but maybe the execution should be someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. It's like finding your taste. You don't know what your taste in directing is and whatever. You know, yeah. I, I like non-visual, non-verbal stuff. You know what I mean? Non-visual. Um, know, <laughs> non-visual stuff. Just audio, radio, yeah. podcast. No, you have to, as especially as like the writer slash director, either one of those, you have to know why you're writing it. You have to know why you want to direct it because it's so much commitment. Like, it's not just like a year or like a week of your life. It's like, it's a long time. It is. But, it's pre-production, yeah. especially for directors. You're in the whole thing, like the, yeah. pu- the publicity, like the publications and all that. That yeah. was the best thing. Like, I think you have enough, Morris. Like, and this is what to say to everybody that has an idea or a script or whatever. Yo, the advertisement, the marketing, the publications, the social media uh, advertisement, all that stuff, the logos, you know, creating a feel for your idea and actually putting it into a visual form or even audio form, whatever, teasers, it helps build the world, build a feel for it. You know, even with the, the podcast, that's where it's like we try to build, you know, brands like Coca. I go to Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. They had the same logo forever. You see that mm-hmm. red and that whatever that. And it you takes know, you to the brand. Yeah, for sure. It takes you to the brand. Like that's what it is. You have to brand your thing. Even with shows like American Horror Story, whatever, um, you know, The Wire, uh, The True Detective. They had their, even though their weird composition, it's like, oh, that's how you know it's them. It's like their signature. Mm-hmm. I guess that's really the challenge of it. Um you know to like start something and i think this is the right way to go to like start directing stuff doing your own it's just by starting by doing your own your own thing um and you know going out doing what you're doing morris um and meeting people but you came so far from the craigslist yeah. to actually we worked on your sets like you had a production you had cameras dude and you had a steady right. cam like yeah. that was that's impressive that was yeah. and I was I, I was um what was I second AC on your on your shoot and yeah. we had there's a little story from your set like he we were doing a like a the actors were running down the stairs and the steadicam guy was like gonna follow them and I, being second AC it was my job to like um what do you call what is that spot. word spot spotting the cam op and he looked at me he's like there's no way you can catch me. Charles has to do because he's like a big guy with this yeah, yeah. steady cam, and I was like, yeah, I would yeah, get Alex okay, Van yeah. Putin. Man. Van Putin. Love that yeah. man. Shout out he's to like, him. He's like, I would, I would crush you, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I would have been crushed, but that, so was, that good. was fun. With the right people, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, but talk about like production value. Like you had it. Yep, you know? and like, it was dude it was in the choreography that's the thing like yeah. you know where to put the value you know what i'm saying like morris you listen like you know like you it's some people they have to know where to put the money where to put the value and all that and like we utilize what we have in our time we did both of those shoot those days in six hours people we did shoots we had whole our days were six hours it's possible people out there oh yeah um yeah. you know to do 10 to 12 hours for those people but they they set themselves up but like morris you did two six hour that was my impressive like you did two six hour days um you know what i mean or nights like whatever but we got it done we got all the stuff and we planned it right we shot listed and everything you you were in charge of it and you did you know everything funny okay <laughs> uh but yes 
um, Mr. Senor Morris, um, I must bring you back though to where we first met because I am curious because everything is a blank from when we first met. We met on Chris Stokes shoot. How did you get on Chris Stokes shoot? I think I found a way to get on L.A. Grip. L.A. Grip. Yep. That I, was the when one. We started. I started at L.A. Grip. Yep. L.A. Grip. Uh-huh. And Does it I still exist? The tacos. No. We'll go back to L.A. Grip. We'll go back to <laughs> okay. that. Everybody keep mind L.A. Grip. Carry on. <laughs> it was on Craigslist still after my, like, <laughs> like after this was my, like, third gig. And no, no, fourth, because I did like a third gig with, um, I forgot the guy's name, but um, my girl, my girlfriend, she was crying all over the place because the guy passed away, rest in peace. Um, I, I forgot his name, but. Um, oh, come. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He was in the industry. Yeah. And um, I remember going to him on a Warner Brothers shoot for Michael Urson Batman documentary. It was a Batman documentary for Warner Brothers. And I remember doing the grip with him, me and him, like getting everything he needed to get and driving out. And I thought I was going to get paid. I thought I was going to get paid. And then he said, no, this was like an intern thing. I was like, are you What? Kidding? He lied? Wow. Well, he, didn't, he never said anything. Not too much. Nope, he didn't say anything. So I'm not going to say he lied, but he never said anything. And we, we loaded up the truck. And drove out to Warner Brothers because they weren't too far away from it. You know their their place. And we drove there and we put up the lights, everything. And I met Michael Urson. We, we saw all the three of the Batmobiles at the time. And it was the greatest thing. I, I met Michael Urson. He still talks to me today. Like, I remember I left my glasses on the shoot. <laughs> and, like, the production manager, whatever her name was, she she sent them back to me. I still have those glasses. My eyes aren't that way anymore. Uh, my eyes are worse. Mm -hmm. But I kept those glasses because it was on a Warner Brothers set. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Warner Brothers sent them to my address at the time when I was at college and they gave it to me. And they called me out of nowhere saying like, hey, are you free Friday night? I was like, that same week because I was pissed off. I say, I'm not showing up. If since you're not gonna pay me, I'm not gonna show up. LA Grip. LA Grip. Yep, sounds like him. I was like, I'm not gonna show up. You're not gonna pay me with tacos and I'm gonna walk <laughs> pay you with tacos. This is your envelope full of tacos. It's, it, it, was, it was Taco Bell, the twelve dollar the twelve the the the, the twelve dollar honestly that sounds good right the now. thing is it's but, like it's it's Taco Bell. They couldn't even like get like actual good Mexican food. Right. I know. It's fast food. It's fast food. Doritos, tacos, the nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. No, it's nachos. It's mine. That's so good. I was like, are you serious? That's what I'm getting. And then little business table. That's so funny. There's way too many Braxton. Braxton was up in his like. Braxton. Braxton Honeycutt. Or Braxton. I forgot his other last name. Mr. I, he was a grip slash gaffer, and then he wanted to act so he would give away his gear so he can act in the movies. Braxton, I love you, man. I would like to, he's running for mayor in a country in Wyoming or something, or in a wow. city in Wyoming right now. 
We'll get back to LA grip. But Braxton <laughs> gave me a chance. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now had it been for Braxton. Carry on. But yeah, he didn't pay. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, LA grip is where I started. And that was funny because I met you on that shoot and you looked so young that they put you in the movie. And I remember <laughs> that, uh, what was it? I lost my phone because on the, remember on the truck? Remember when my phone fell down that slit um, on the truck? um on the because there was like a slit on the side and like it was wood it was like bolted but it was like a probably like a two foot drop but if something were to got behind there yeah it was like a little slit but if someone got behind there you couldn't get it out it's like yo it's, it's at the ground my phone fell down there and my phone was like at the bottom of this truck and i was like oh my god the only way to get it out is to like drill in the truck so mm -hmm. i sat there for an hour with the plastic samurai sword kind of <laughs> I had a plastic yeah. one of the grips had a plastic samurai so I was like I got some stuff in the trunk because I couldn't fit anything else down there. Oh my well, did you get it out? Yeah. I Wait, got it out with the plastic damn. samurai sword. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back. So this this grip guy, he couldn't go. And they asked me if I can go for the Chris Stokes thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, Yeah, sure. So I drove out to LA. I don't remember. I don't remember where I parked. I think I parked on the side of the road, like in front of the the the, the actual like high school. And then they said, "You can park inside the parking lot." I walk in. I don't know anything. I really didn't know anything. With guards and grip, and I meet Charles. And Charles, he knew from the get go that I didn't know anything. <laughs> How did he know? When you asked, like, what's a C stand? Since Charles saw me, he thought I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first impression of each other, guys. No. And then he's like, go ahead, go ahead, go get this. And I'm like, what? what he's is like, that? what? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, get those right there. I'm like, <laughs> and I got those and I, I went ahead and put it up. And I, and then I, after third, Three times of him telling me to get something, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, uh. <laughs> Oh my He's God. He's like, I know. <laughs> That's so ah, I'm sorry. You were faking it. You lied to me. You lied to me <laughs> and the then, whole time. And the truth no comes out. Why. Everything is clear. And then he was like, I'll teach you. And oh, that's like, so cool. You, and then it wasn't until like 6 p.m. when I ran into Chris Stokes. And I'm like listening to what Charles has said. And then he says, the Chris Stokes guy, he's like, what's your name? I was like, Morris. He said, Morris, you look like a young guy. I was like, <coughs> I was like, yeah. And he's like, you look like you're in high school. And I was like, that's okay. kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. You look right. young. And then he high school. Then he first talked to the first AD, and then the AD is like, okay. And she came to me to sign some documents. I remember. No, I remember. We're on the truck having a conversation. I was talking to you. She came up. She's like, Morris, you're like, yeah. It's like, you're in the scene. And she grabs you. And you're like, what? No. And I literally dragged away. you. I have a vivid. You were getting dragged off. And like, I see her. I just see your face like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> we can't help you there. <laughs> Not an apartment. Like, because we want, because we're rushing. We wanted to get out. Like, yeah. I remember, like, it was always rushing those shoots. Yeah, and and for like three hours, I just acted 
you know, the whole time while nothing. I was just in the scene. I remember the shot. It looked, it, the lighting was horrible, but I remember the shot. Like, you guys were reacting to some shit. The that lighting happened. was horrible, but you were it amazing. Was, it was bad. The scene was they were playing basketball in the gymnasium at a high school, and you guys were like in the crowd or some shit. And they were shooting the crowd. I just remember the lighting was so bad. I'm like, this is dude, lighting, lighting a huge gymnasium is not easy. Like, just those turn on the fucking practical lights. Yeah, I know they didn't like, use any practicals. Turn on the practice. I could. I'm not cinematography right now. How I like that scene. Turn on the practical lights. Gel right. your HMIs. Throw it through yeah, soft diffusion. Call it a day. Yeah. But it was like it just looked bad. It didn't look natural. Oh, it just, when no. it doesn't look natural, that's when it looks bad, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Oh man. So Morris, the problem that you had was that you didn't know what the equipment was. Like you weren't um familiar with the equipment. No, I was not. The Dang. terminology for See, grip equipment is heavy. It's definitely it a different is heavy. Target. Huh? It is heavy, but that's something that like you can't really fake it. Like once you get to set and you're like, get, get me get me a, a CTB, you know, you're not gonna know what a CTB is. Go grab a Gary Coleman. Yeah, it's like you want Gary Coleman. Real things, Gary Coleman, and Gary Coleman stands next to that. Gary Coleman is a short C stand, a short century stand. It's so it's so insensitive how people named it that. It's so insensitive. It's no, he no, he. There's this history. So Seth stories. He knows about this. He knows. There's a picture of Gary Coleman sitting next to Gary Coleman because in film, the reason why it's and gripping, the reason why they shorten these things, C stands, because it's time. You know, they, so everything like a stinger in stitching cord, if, if you don't say grab an extension cord, you say grab a stinger, it's mm -hmm. shorter time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, four by four floppy, grab a floppy. We know what that yeah. is. Four yeah. by four floppy. It's I'm saying four by four floppy, grab a floppy. It's, that's what it is. But uh, Gary Coleman got its name because when they would go in, when, in movie lighting, you light for the wides, right? But when you go in for close-ups on people, you diffuse the face. You just put like a diffusion on the face. It makes it it's just prettier. So since Gary Coleman was short, they would have to use shorter C stands to diffuse because on you know normal people that use higher C stands. But Gary Coleman was so short, so they use they're like okay instead of saying grab the forty inch C stand, they say grab the Coleman. Yeah, it's faster because we don't got no time on set. We don't got we no don't time. Have. Yeah, it's all so you're welcome, AD. But Gary Coleman, yeah. there's a picture of Gary Coleman sitting at the uh on the tailgate of a grip truck next to a gary coleman like yeah if i could if i could find that picture i will put it on our instagram we'll it. it's you can google it right now probably. <laughs> yeah i will totally People find listen, it google it but he agreed yeah. but that's how that's, that's how it that's got interesting yeah set stories podcast uh trivia guys yeah um awesome but, but honestly change honest... the name to butt plugs sorry <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 what what butt what? plugs that a butt plug is a junior it's a junior pin to a, a baby pin. It's it basically converts a size. Oh, it's a really okay. important thing. But they call it a butt plug. And that <laughs> so was funny. something that was that they brought up in articles and they legit changed the name. We cannot call no. them that anymore. So it the system works sometimes. <laughs> it does. No, it does. But with that being said, uh, Morris, honestly, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, I did. You did. I, I know you're sick of seeing us because we hang out. We hang yeah, out too much. Yeah, hang now. out. This is just us hanging out. Well, no, <laughs> Matter of fact, hold on. yeah. I need I need a quick little refill. So plus, I'm gonna I need like to see Morris because what the heck? 
More, how did Are you-, you kidding me, you guys? This is not April 1st right now. I I came to get a refill and freaking wait. Yeah. This is this is what I have to deal with. I don't know how this guys. Happened. What in God's name? Go to our Instagram right now. I'm keeping this in the episode. Go to our Instagram. Look at what you guys have to put me through. So that's um, what you were hiding. He was hiding the camera. <laughs> so you guys are you guys are hanging out without me. Is that what's going on? No, well, cheers, cheers. No, I hate <laughs> both of you. Had this we, we, uh, jingle bells. Jingle I hate bells. both of you right now. Sorry. Well, you come over, watch it. All of a sudden, you come in this room. Like, wait a minute, you're like twenty miles away. Jingle bells. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. That's why it, it is a twilight zone. Ron, Ron, what's it? Ron Sterling. Oh my god. So wait, is that even your hat? (laughs) It is. It is my hat. Okay, okay, good. Okay, good. I'm like, no, I don't trust you guys anymore. I'm I'm in a duck costume or something. Yeah. (laughs) This is where my anxiety comes from. Um, What the hell? Is that why you guys were late, legit? (laughs) We gotta dog it. We gotta play around. Literally, I don't know. I really don't. I'm sorry, who? Oh my god. Anyway, all right. Well, head on over to our Instagram because I'm gonna put that on because that was hilarious. I'm not. I'm not letting that go. We got it. Oh man, I hate you guys. I love you guys. You know that. Uh, But anyway, that is a wrap on today's weird episode. Uh, Um, Morris, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can where can people find you, bro? Like, where can they watch your films? Do you have a website? Like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> the lighting changed. I have a you have a gaffer. What's that called? Vimeo. Like, um, oh, you're on Vimeo. You have your short films on Vimeo. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. As far as like website, I, I really have to make that. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I finally got on that. <laughs> you don't have to. It's just what the kids do, it, you know. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. But it's all about promotion and marketing yourself, Pretty, you know. See, that's why I mess with you, Hoodie. Exactly. That's all. I'm just getting it out there. No, seriously. That's what that's what it, I it use works. that platform for. Yeah, it works. Oh so, yeah. Just awesome. But yeah, honestly, Morris, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I'm looking forward to watching Blood Bank when it's out of the festival circuit. Cause that film, dude, the makeup even. It's it's gonna look amazing. Look out for that, folks. Um, that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. I wish you nothing but the best of luck and success, and hopefully we can do that little thing that we've been talking about. You know what I'm saying? Those little oh, yeah. horror films that we want to film, and you know that's because that's what By you do. Way, you work doesn't... you work with your friends, and you make things that are awesome and put it out there in the world. Um, honestly, Definitely. thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget our Instagram. Follow us there, please. Uh, I post a lot of cool stuff, um, set underscore stories underscore podcast, and our website is setstories.com. You can get your merch. Morris is wearing one of our hats, and he says it's really comfortable and really cool looking. It's great. We always get comments on the quality of the material. I know, yeah, yeah, especially our shirts. Our shirts Red are shirt, dope. shout out. I, I want to get it. I want to get my hands on one of our tie-dye shirts, because those look cool. They look dope, no? I would really stand out on set. I would really, yeah. As a first AD, you know, people would know where I am. <laughs> it would be You're awesome. Right. Get one. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Ciao. Bye. Ciao.